You're listening to WrestlingTradingCards.com. Doing great, man. Uh, what's the weather like out there these days? It's hot today. We got we had about an 88 degree day. Uh, it's been like in the 50s and 60s the last few weeks. Today's the first 80 day we've had, so getting nice for change finally. Yeah, it's uh, actually a little cooler here for us, but it'll be warming up this weekend. Yeah, be and we're waiting religious. for the big big cicada invasion to start next week. We got a bunch of cicadas to come out. The 17 year locust. Plague coming out. Coming out. 17 year locust plague coming yeah. out. Every uh, 17 years, brood, brood X comes out. Oh uh, well, I hope you're gonna uh, be hiding in a church somewhere. I'll, I'll be I'll be hiding in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Those things are everywhere. I remember the last one, it wasn't fun. Hey, I wanted to do a quick chat today and talk about some uh some cool stuff. Um we've been seeing a lot of action right now on those WCW uh autograph cards from 9899 from Tops. Mm-hmm. But something uh and we won't talk too much about those. But something I do want to kind of compare them to and talk about is uh, that 2013 TNA Impact Wrestling Glory cards. Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite sets. One of my favorite Glory sets. One of my favorite TNA sets. Is what makes that set kind of cool is that they had a subset in there of autograph cards that were specifically named on-card autographs. That's correct. Which which we don't see a whole lot of. Uh, we, well, we didn't see a whole lot of it at that time. We're seeing a little bit more of it here and there with some of the current product. They had a ton of sticker autographs, but then they broke down 18 of the cards and they made them completely different from the rest of the set, different looking. And they had actually on-card autographs in five different levels. Um, there was like a, uh, uh, I can't remember, there was like a gold, a blue, a green, Yep. A red there's a, there's and a, a rainbow. Yeah, and a gold rainbow. golds are numbered to 199. Uh, mm-hmm. the reds are numbered to 50. Uh, yes. the blues are numbered to 10, and the greens are numbered to five, and then the rainbow is a one of one. That's correct. You got it. So totally if you got every one of them, you're looking at about 90 cards. But basically if you get 18 out of all 18, you've got you know, you pretty much got everybody's autograph. Now, do you know if, I mean, I know that you're not really a price guide kind of person like that, but you do search the internet a lot looking for some of these cards. Uh, Mm -hmm. Do these cards carry any serious value? The majority of them, other than the the couple of big names, uh, most of them are bringing around $80 to $100. Uh, The rest of them, like the Hogan, the Sting, the Jeff Hardy, and actually Brooke Hogan, they're bringing in uh, $200, $300. So they're, they're the Hogan, the Hogan's and Stings you could probably probably stretch into about five hundred. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're really hard to get, and it's funny because the ones I've found, I have at least one of everybody, and there's some some I have almost the whole set of, but the Hogan's and Stings I found it easier to find the ones numbered to five and ten than I did the ones that were numbered to hundred ninety nine, the ones that were under, numbered to fifty. So, you know, I have, I have the lower numbered ones. Now I paid an, I think I paid like almost 200 for the Hogan one. I mean, it was only numbered to five. And that's kind of and a I steal think, today. Yeah, it was. Now this was, this was several years ago because I've been collecting this set since the day it came out. I even opened, they had um, 
a hot box in their case that would have five autographs in the hot box. And I actually got one of the hot boxes one time. Nice. So I pulled out some decent autographs out of it. And most of the rest of them, you just got like two autographs in the box. And then, I, of course, I went online because I liked it so well. I just tried to put together at least one of the parallel autograph sets. Never did complete it. I got one, I think, I got the 18. So that was that was the closest I could get to getting all 18. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we seem to be freezing up. One, one parallel level. Gotcha. Am I freezing up? I did for a little bit there. We're good now. Okay. We're good. Uh, okay, good, good. So the crazy thing about this is we have what we like sometimes call a trickle-down effect on stuff. So it's no surprising to me to see something like a Hogan, you know, getting more money today now than it did, you know, just even a year ago. Um, so I'm, I'm not surprised to see that some of the values of these cards are going up uh, for Hogan. But I don't really see a whole lot of people talking about these cards being, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great uh, list of people in this set. Definitely is. Yes. Yeah. And that's why I just wondered eventually, will, will it ever get to the star power that the WCW set has? You know, I mean, there's some big names in it. I don't know that it will, but if people find this set, they're, they're really hard to find. I mean, anymore. I think the WCW one sits on its own because it's a time period too. you know, 98, 99, 2000 era was red hot wrestling time. Um, so we're talking attitude era stuff. Uh, at that time. And uh, so, yeah, those names were going for big money back then. It's just uh, really not only big names, but nostalgia. Uh, mm -hmm. But there's some names here too, even though these people were not at the height of their careers, really, I would think. Would you, do, do you think so? Some of them were. Uh, well, I guess maybe, uh, yeah, like Mr. Anderson. He was, he was still pretty, pretty popular then. Mickey James. Um, I mean, the, the list is, we only have 18 of them. So there's 18 yeah. people here. So what we have here is, uh, you have AJ Styles. Okay, we have Brooke Hogan. Uh, there's Bobby Roode. There's Bully Ray. There's Chavo Guerrero Jr. Christy Hemi. Devon. Gail Kim. Hulk Hogan. James Storm. Jeff Hardy. Uh, was it Jesse? Jesse Goodders? Jesse Goddard. Goddard. Yeah. Goddard. Goddard. Uh, Kurt mm -hmm. Angle. Mickey James. Mr. Anderson. Sting. Tara or Victoria. Uh, you know, uh, and Velvet Sky. What's really weird about the numbering sequence in these two is they all start with a G and then the high, you know, and they're you know, like G dash AS for AJ Styles, except for Velvet Sky. Hmm, Velvet, I didn't Velvet, that. Velvet Sky is number D dash VS. I never noticed that. Um, now, either that's a, either, now, either that's a typo on the checklist information that I have, or that's just weird that it's numbered that way. She's G. She's G. I got it right here. Okay. She's G. So there we go. I'm glad we figured right. it out. So now I should write that on my notes and get that yeah. fixed. Every one of them, yeah. <clears throat> or have a G. The G standing obviously for glory, which was a set. And that's what I thought. Yeah. Uh huh. And uh, the and what's really funny too, the only one on there. Everybody signed their full names, and they're actually pretty decent autographs compared to what they are today. Uh, Jesse Goddard's is the only one that signed his nickname instead of Jesse Goddard's. He, he signed his name, Mr. Pectacular. Yes, Mr. Yeah. Pectacular. Yeah, but at the all same the time, they, uh, they paired him up with, uh, with Tara at the time, I think, right, didn't they? Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. 
Yeah, I think uh, I remember them coming to the wrestling guy store in uh, in L.A. Uh, together signing autographs. And they, like I said, it's a it's a really good looking set because they're all they're all done in different colors, and the background color on them really are, is a bright, colorful color makes the card pop. It just really really is nice when you have all four of the same ones together. I think I sent you the Kurt Angle ones last night. Yeah, and yeah. Set them side by side, and they're just amazing. Yeah, they do look and, really uh, really nice. Yeah, your your uh, this is your, your gold color ones here. I don't know if you can see the background yep. on them or not. And then you have the red background, which is oh, pretty yep. sharp. Yeah, I love the flag. And then you have the blue ones. Oh yeah. And then you have the green ones. I'll show off the two best ones of the collection there, Hogan and Sting. Yeah. And uh, nice. those are the ones numbered to five. Those are kind of my favorite set, the green one. You got any one of ones? No, not of, not of the on-card ones. I have some one of ones from the sticker set end of it, but I don't have any of the one of ones. Other than a, a printing plate, I have one of the AJ Styles printing plates, which was an on-plate on autograph. It wasn't a sticker on it. Um, I don't have it handy right now, okay. but it's a one of one. But every one of them had a had had four printing plates, obviously, and they autographed all them too. It's a really big set. That's like uh, kind of right in the middle of when they really start making some big assets. <laughs> yeah, it was. Because every, the every year they released, that got bigger and bigger. It just grew. They were they were monsters towards the end. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I kind of don't miss that really well you know in a way now since my my collecting mind has, has changed over the years i've really mm -hmm. uh i don't mind the parallels like before i thought they were kind of a joke and they were kind of wasted uh, space but I, I get the allure of them now and because there's less of them i kind of want them more than i want the base set stuff right. and and something that i never really thought of but i was talking with uh zan here a couple weeks ago and he made an interesting statement that i thought was pretty cool is that um the reason the, they might be putting out all these extra parallels is because there's more people that are uh, just player collectors than set collectors like me. Mm -hmm. So if somebody's a player collector, they're putting out these different parallels so people can put just rainbows of that together and they put them out for the for the player collectors. Sure. And then they put out the whole sets for people like me who's, who's a set collector. So you don't necessarily, I don't necessarily need to chase all the parallels. Now I understand the parallels are more for the for the uh, player collectors like you. Yep. Yeah. And that's what I am now. So, you know, anybody out there's got some Kurt Angle parallel cards. I'm all for them. Sets <laughs> <laughs> uh, growing and growing and growing. So I've uh, got some couple more. I came in the other day, uh, which is funny because I was just talking about, about that earlier. You know, I got that one. It came the other day from the tops. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And so it's uh, numbered to 99 in the back. And so I'm looking at it you know, the other day. And I got to go, this is so cool. Yeah. Kurt Angle returns to join the WWE Hall of Fame class 2017. And I'm reading the bio on it. And all it is is about Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> Error uh, card. I, I, again, so now I, I'm seeing firsthand like what you were saying before, even on social media, talking about, hey, how many times are you guys going to screw up, you know, uh, you know, writing the wrong information in the back, you know? And here right. it is. Mm -hmm. Hilarious. They've already done that on one of the living sets already, one of the living cards already. Really? Which one uh, the living one? Um, it was uh, Sami Zayn and Edge, the set of Sami and Edge. Edge was correct. Sami Zayn's had Edge bio on the back. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Quality assurance is not their strong point, is it? 
Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, are there any of the uh, ones, no matter what, from the 18 that come out, are there any of them that you find that are harder to come by than the others besides the Hogan and Sting? Besides the Hogan's, and actually Brooke Hogan, she's very difficult. Um, no matter what level, other, no matter what level, correct? No matter what level, Brooke is really difficult to get. Um, but I, I would think Mickey James is really easy to get. Angle's really easy to get. Um, both of beer money, you know, Storm and Rude, sure. they're pretty easy. Um, I, Jeff Hardy's getting a little difficult now to find because he he's so popular. Mm. So, so a lot of his is hard to find. Um, actually, other than the big stars, no, most of them are pretty are pretty accessible. I said, I'm just really surprised that Brooke Hogan taken off the way she did because she's really difficult. I hunted a long time to get hers. And uh, top of my head, I can't but, remember. Is that her first signature from that series? Or was she signed the year before? I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. It might have been her first, but I don't remember. I, I don't want to I don't want to commit to that and say that and be wrong. She was only she was only in the company for a, a minute, it seemed like. Yeah, yeah. So I can't imagine. She had that thing life. going with uh, with Bully Ray. Yep. And then when she left the company, they had Brooke Tessmacher take over because her name was Brooke. <laughs> so every uh -huh. time Bully would mention Brooke, then Brooke Tessmacher stepped in instead of Brooke Hogan. Uh -huh. So that's uh, one way to keep make sure you you don't mess up your girlfriend's name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but it's just like I said, I, I like this set for two reasons. Number one, it was the last TNA set that TriStar right. put out. So right. that's kind of a little historic thing. And number two, it's the first time TNA really did on-card autographs. And they picked such a big, big names to put into that set. The people actually signed decent autographs on it. They weren't just the scribbles or the initials like we're seeing today. Mm -hmm. the, the, the stars actually took time to put some some effort into their autographs here. So that that's what I really like about this set. It just really, because a lot of the stars in here, I really like. I'm still a big Mickey James fan. I met her one time and I just fell in love. She was just a nice mm -hmm. person I could meet. So I've collected a lot of her stuff. And uh, when I got all four her card, all four except for the one of one i have all her cards mm -hmm. the green the gold blue and silver or and red and uh she has such a flowing big you know just a really nice looking autograph and of course she's been in the news a lot lately for nothing really nice you know? yeah well you know being released but, and then uh being sent your stuff in a in a garbage bag is probably not yeah. the nicest thing ever but i'm uh, proud of her for speaking up and, and calling them out yeah. on that a lot of people are which is good good yeah. for her um, yeah. and Jeff Hardy, he's, he's a big name. So his cards are actually bringing in some big bucks. So, the, the, I mean, between Hogan, between both the Hogan's, this thing, Jeff Hardy, those are in mean, your Kurt angle. They're going to bring in some money, but most of them you can pick up from anywhere, 80 to hundred bucks online right now. I, I don't, for me personally, I don't see those cards, uh, really ever touching the value or the nostalgia of those 98, 99 WCW autographs. Mm -hmm. That's just it seems to be a much more iconic set. And, uh, you know, quite honestly, the value of that, uh, that, that old set is um, becoming something that uh, we haven't seen in, in the card industry before for wrestling. Yeah. I mean, if you really want to go, you know, dollar for dollar against any of their card set, uh, mm -hmm. you know, raw, we're talking raw. I mean, can you imagine someone went out and got all these cards and they had them all graded too? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I uh, started collecting all the graded stuff. I mean, 101 mm -hmm. different graded cards. I mean, that stuff would be astronomical. I mean, just raw, we're looking at 
tens of thousands of dollars you're talking about. Oh, yeah. I don't know why these aren't getting the love they get, they deserve, because I think they do. I think they're just a, a decent set. What, but what about them specifically? Because they're on card? Yeah, well, that because, and, and the star power that's in it. I think they got some big stars in there. And, and I just, I don't understand why these names aren't pulling in bigger numbers. I mean, I'm glad they're not because they're easily accessible to me. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, but it's just, I'm, I'm really surprised people aren't chasing or you don't hear of people chasing them as much as you do the, the uh, WCW stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, the checklist exists where it exists, but, you know, to be honest, you know, most people send those checklists to me, and then it's just pretty much just a copy and paste and put it up on the site and format it to make it fit. Uh, so, actually, I don't own anything from that set, personally. That's, mm -hmm. that's not during my time of collecting at all, so I don't own anything. So, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. someone who isn't really aware of that card set and, and the star power that's in it, and I didn't mm -hmm. realize it was the last TNA, you know, card set mm -hmm. put out. Um, yeah. And I didn't know it was going to be the last set when they put it out. I don't think it was ever promoted as being our last set. It just came out. And then that's kind of the thing with most people, uh, most of them. I mean, no one ever put out that this is our last set for Fleer. This 2000, you know, mm -hmm. Diva set. Yeah. This is our last set from comic images. They don't really uh -huh. announce that kind of thing. I mean, it just, they lose a mm -hmm. license. They move on. Mm -hmm. I mean, base sets for most of the TNA aren't really that impressive, but they're autographed. Uh, makes up for it. The autograph listings when their sets really make up for it. Well, let's, of course, let's go, I think let's they go beyond did. that. Let's go beyond that set then. So all of TNA products, they made some really good looking cards from, uh, I mean, I, I got that Kurt Angle one. One of my first cards I got when I decided I was going to collect Kurt Angle cards was that, uh, you know, Relic card they had. Mm -hmm. And it's a yeah. huge piece of swatch. Not like the little tiny square you get like on some of the top stuff. It was a huge exactly. piece. Mm -hmm. it's just, it's and really another beautiful. thing they did is they took the oversized ring mats put in a card and had the the people sign it the mm -hmm. same people who signed these autograph cards yep also did the mat cards yep and they signed them on the mat and there was only one uh variant on those and that was bully ray he signed one as bully ray whc 13 world heavyweight champion mm -hmm. 13 and he signed one as bully ray a's and eights yeah, because you know, he had a little group called the Aces and Eights. Yep, and that's the only variant to that. But they're they're pretty sweet looking cards, and they paralleled all them too. I don't know if you can see. Yep. I don't know if you can see them or not. I'm actually um, I'm actually watching a couple Kurt Angle ones right now that I'm interested in, but it's kind of waiting. But uh, but yeah, there's there's the two different Bully Ray ones. I don't know if you can see them well or I not. See the Ace and Eight. I do see that. Yep. Yeah. And that's the only variance they made. All the others were just, uh, there's your Kurt Angle one right there. Yeah, I think there's uh, one number to 50 and then number 99. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm watching a couple of those right now. I'm, I'm kind yeah, of this one's numbered to 10. This is the blue parallel. It's number nice. 10. So, but, and it's the same 18 people that signed the Matt cards that signed the on-card autographs. So that was, that was kind of a neat little crossover. Now they have a lot of. There's also dual autographs in there, but those are all stickered. Yes, everything else is stickered. Just your just your Mac cards and these 18 on cards. Everything else is stickered. And one of the sticker ones I got was actually a one of one, and it was a four four autograph card. I pulled it out of the box. I was pretty proud of that one. And um, which one was that? The what blue variant? Or I mean, what which one is that one? Uh, uh, the one of one was a uh, was a, a rainbow variant. 
Oh, rainbow variant. Nice. Yeah, it was a one of one. I'm pretty sure I have that available. I can find it real quick without losing everything. Yeah, here it is. It has Mr. Anderson, Devon, uh, Wes Briscoe, and Garrett Bischoff. Uh, oh, nice, nice. Yeah, and it's got got the one of one on the back. Uh, so, and I actually pulled that out of a pack. I was pretty excited about that. That's a great pull. That was. I like it when you can pull one instead of just going online and buy it. You know, you, you open the pack and there it is staring at you. And it's like, wow. Yeah, there's, there's some fun in that, some real fun. Yeah, it's it always is. like a mystery. It's like, you know, what am I going to get? Then you pull something uh -huh. like that. You're like, this is what it's all about. <laughs> they they used to have a lot of card shows at our mall up here before it kind of went belly up. And one of the guys, a, a guy that I still, a dealer still, still deal with, he would set up a booth and he would always make sure he had wrestling cards at his booth because he knew I would be buying <laughs> And I would go in one day and I'd buy two or three boxes and I'd come back the next day. It's like, oh man, I got some really good stuff. You got any more? <laughs> he was just, yeah, I brought them. I knew you'd be back. You know? <laughs> I think I ended up buying 10 or 12 of the glory boxes and I ended up getting the one, the one, uh, the one hot box that got all his autographs in it. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. Time will tell to see if that, uh, card set starts i mean i i would assume it'll probably go up in value but i don't think my gut tells me that it's not going to hit uh the, the frenzy and craziness that the wcw cards are going for these days mm -hmm. i just don't see it happening um but far as but you know again, who thought they would back, back in the day who thought those would you know this is true this is very true i mean do we need another you know 10 20 years from now we'll find out if these cards start to start going you know i think as as time goes on unfortunately when some of these people start to pass you know uh there's just no more of them anymore so you know there's gonna be no more signatures out there so what's out there is mm -hmm. out there and maybe the the values will start to go up on some of those too i i don't know it is a really mm -hmm. strong lineup of people who are on card autographs um mm -hmm. you know i'm looking at a few of myself uh just again for my own pc but mm -hmm. uh yeah i was totally unaware of some of the stuff like that in that set and i didn't know that was on card it's really cool yeah, they put, out, they, put out, they put out some really good stuff. I mean, from their swatches, they had, um, uh, you know, multi-signature cards. And they were doing that before Topps was doing it. Yeah. Um, they were having uh, just a lot of cool higher-end things they'd come out with. Mm -hmm. And TriStar, one of one of my favorite uh, female tag teams in TNA was the uh, the Beautiful People. Mm -hmm. And they they... They had this little gimmick where whenever they'd beat one of their opponents, they'd take a paper bag and put over their head and draw a face <laughs> right. on it. Well, I got one of their cards that has a piece of that paper bag embedded in the card. Nice. And I, I, I thought that was just a, a cool little relic. It was something different from, from what, and I have a sting one that has a piece of his baseball bat embedded in the, in the card. So, so they have one so of the face paint too, right? They have one of the face paint as well, right? Yeah. I got, I got two of his face paint ones and they're both authenticated. They have the little, uh, that little raised stamp on it, what do they call it? The, uh, I forget what that kind of marking is where you put the little. It's an embossed stamp. Yeah. Uh -huh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, with the COA on the back of it. So I think one of them I have, I got numbered to 10. It's, That's pretty so cool. it's a pretty sweet looking card. The, he I, did one I, with the black face paint and one with the white face paint. And I have one of each. I um, think the TNA cards um, have through all the years they put out cards uh, for TNA, which was, I think started in, Oh, eight, I think. 
Yes, 08, 08 they did too. And then from there on, it just went crazy from 08 to 2013. They put out multiple sets per year. They had yes. various weird ways of, of releasing things too, if I'm not mistaken, where they had hobby box, you had retail, you had, uh, I think there might've been a few, no, I don't think there's any rack packs I'm aware of, I can't remember. But they had like, uh, you know, they had convention exclusives, like the national con uh, uh, exclusive type stuff. You can only get this card at national mm -hmm. if you bought a box kind of thing. Um, there was even for a while, like a, like a Hogan set, you can only get from someplace, I, if I mm -hmm. remember correctly. I can't remember a Hogan on that, but are there certain Hogan, Hogan cards card you can only get from somewhere? Yeah. yeah, I have that. It was a difficult one to get. That was uh, with the icon set. When they did one of the national conventions, they gave 500 boxes, I think, to the national convention. And in those 500, they stuck assorted autographs, I think five or six different autographs in those boxes. And you just got what you got. You know, and Hogan's, I guess, was short printed. There wasn't near as many of his, I guess, as the others. I managed to get all of them. Oh, nice. It took me a while. I actually got two boxes that were from, from the convention. It even had a little sticker on the box saying, look for the exclusive autograph in this box. And um, I think there were eight, maybe eight cards. And okay. I got all of them. And that, but they were really difficult to come by. So I think they'll bring, uh, they'll bring in some value. And they even, when they put out their video game, TNA had a video game. Mm -hmm. If you bought the video game, there was a deck, a set of five cards in the video game that you couldn't get anywhere else other than inside the game. And I got, I, I bought the game just to get the cards and never did play the game. <laughs> wasn't really into it. <laughs> what, what did I buy? Tops did that once with their Legends uh, uh, promo one. It had Bobby Heenan and um, how would you get that? That was, a, was it from a book. No, it wasn't from a book. It was from a video game, I think. It was from a video game. Yeah, it was. I remember that one. Video game. Yeah. A, a, I think a five card legend set. I think it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I got those too. Yeah. Yeah. Those were, uh, <laughs> I, I think I only bought the game. I, I didn't even own the system the game came with. I just bought the game just for the cards. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, TriStar put out a lot of great stuff. I remember when Paul put out his price guide, uh, the back page uh, is an advertisement for TriStar, uh, TriStar release. Yes, it is. Uh -huh. I helped him get that that back back pacing nice. uh, uh -huh. from TriStar. I had um, been talking to Jeff Rosenberg a few times over the years when they first got the license to clarify some things, get some information that, you know, hey, uh, the checklist says this, but never it actually came out like this. Is there any other variation we should know about? And he was pretty good about giving information, stuff like that. And I remember when mm -hmm. Paul was looking to try to find something for the back cover, he wanted something back there. I talked to uh, the lady there at worked with Jeff and uh, we worked at a deal where we got that, um, you know, ad put on the back of his book for him. Mm -hmm. Worked out That's really cool, nice. Yeah. So, yeah uh, there were a bunch of good guys over there at TriStar. They were really helpful for stuff. And I, I wish I would have kept in contact with them over the years. Um, I really kind of missed the TriStar product. It was, it was just a nice, it was a nice thing. I, I don't know why that kind of went by the wayside. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what, I mean, the licensing agreement just went away, uh, sales were slow. I, I don't know what the, we never really get to find out, you know, real reasons why things don't happen. You know, in the WWE Raw Deal game stuff, you know, Comic Images had a great game, you know, for Raw Deal, and uh, it just kind of went away. You know, mm -hmm. um, people say, you know, because sales were, were low, some say certain versions of the game kind of killed the game, the interest. There's all kinds of reasons. I mean, but bottom line is the, the license wasn't renewed, and that's how it was, you know. Yeah, I got a lot of decks of raw deal that's still unopened, still sealed plastic. I probably got about fifteen decks. Oh, someday I'm gonna get those. Someday I'm gonna get from get those from you someday. <laughs> <laughs> someday. Um, 
uh, someday. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, uh, outside of the glory one, are there any like other uh, TNA sets that people should be aware of you think that should go after? Well, I, I really, I was impressed with their second set. It was called, uh, it was called, um, yeah, Cross the Line. Cross the Line. Yep. Cross the line. That's, that's that the advertisement we got for, for Paul. Yeah, 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 and it was it was oh, a um, that wasn't it. They had some really decent autographs in it. I mean, the, this is thirteen was the first time they ever did on cards, but uh, across the line was a was a pretty impressive looking. So even the base cards were nice looking. I like them, and and even their parallels popped a little bit. You could, you, it's not one of those that just had maybe a little a little something to show the difference. It actually had uh, a really big noticeable difference on their parallel so so yeah cross the line was a, a pretty decent set for me too i really liked it um i didn't like the um tna 10 set very well for their base cards but they had a lot of nice swatch cards and insert cards and autograph cards so that set was a decent one if you were after after the after the specialties out of that set the base cards kind of they, they just weren't quality at all what do you think about the What do you think about the knockout sets? About the knockout set, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I have, I think, I have most of the autographs out of that set too. Um, and then they did, they released. Um, what did they call those? Um, there was there was an extended set on those. There was a basic set of like ninety nine cards, mm -hmm. and then from like a hundred to hundred and twenty five were short printed. They, the, the set continued up to 125, but those last 25 cards, oh, they were called Revealed. That was it. The Reveal uh, set. Revealed. And they were they were very scantily dressed, the wrestlers, <laughs> uh, female wrestlers in the set. And they, they continued the set from like card number 100 to I think it was 125. And those are harder to get. Those And those are nice looking cards. <laughs> and they actually had nice autographs. I think that was the first Dixie Carter autograph too out of that set. And uh, not that she's a big name now, but I still liked it. I thought it was a pretty decent autograph to have. So that was they all did one, that was all one set though back in 2009. I think it was the the TNA Knockouts trading card set because they had a base yeah, set. I think that ran only to like uh, 90 cards, like 89 cards plus a checklist. Yeah, and then after 89 or whatever the checklist was, 90, there was a, like a 91 to whatever. That was called the revealed. Yeah, the revealed. Set. But it wasn't a separate set. It was a continuation of the base, but they yeah. were short printed. Yeah, yeah, it's called revealed, and it was from ninety through card one hundred and seven. Okay. Yeah, I knew. I knew there were several cards after that. I just didn't remember the number. So you had. They call it the uh, revealed exclusive. They call it. So that was ninety through yeah. one hundred and seven. Then they had a silver mm -hmm. parallel, a gold parallel, a purple parallel. Yeah. Um, and they were hobby box only. If you got the retail boxes, you didn't get them. They were hobby yeah. box exclusives. Yep, yep. And then they had, of course, all your different levels of like, you know, your different parallel versions of like, you know, what's called uh, the top drawer single event use stuff. And yeah. Um, and know. I don't know if that was a set or not, but one of their sets, they actually did cards where they pulled a piece of the hair. <laughs> out of the, I, know, I know your story on that, but that, they actually pulled a piece of hair out of the head of the female and embedded it in the card. And I think they did Velvet Sky, and I can't remember who the other one, one or two others they did, but they had hair cards, but they were short printed to like five each. There, there wasn't many of them. From that, was it? Was it from that set? I can't remember if it was from that one. It was one of the earlier sets. I don't know if it was that set or not. 
I can't, I would like, I can't remember what the name they called that. I, I just, what was it called? I mean, I'm looking at the checklist for that mm -hmm. set, by the way, right, right now, which is you know, 2009. And that set mm -hmm. itself, if you want, that's a, that is a massive, massive card mm -hmm. set. Because mm -hmm. uh, not only are you done with all the, the knockouts, but then they had like uh, the mail, like they call mail call autographs. They had all the uh, mixture of female and male uh, talent together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have, I think I have the, um, the one with, um, yeah. Signature yeah, curve, signature, yes. signature curves, singles, duels, autographs, uh, quad autographs, and then parallels mm -hmm. of all those things. You had a black base printing plate, uh, all your different printing plate. I mean, you had all these different things that were just incredible. Mm-hmm. It's just a massive card set. I feel like I'm scroll. I, I feel like I've been scrolling on this uh, checklist since you know last Thursday. <laughs> it's just going and going and going. I, I really forgot about this set too. It, again, it's in a, a time frame that I wasn't a heavy collector at all. I knew about stuff, but I just didn't collect. There's Severus, um, the collector cat, behind me. Um, <laughs> how would they have it? They have a thing on here called. There was a cards number to twelve only. Lips, leather, and lace redemption cards. Hmm. I don't. I don't remember that one. I didn't get any of those. Lips, leather, and lace redemption cards found in hobby box and and revealed boxes. Cards are not numbered, but each includes a tri-star numbered hologram with unique number for authentication verification purposes. Angela Love, Velvet Sky, Christy Hemme, ODB signed, and Kiss twelve baseballs. That's what they were. Interesting. A lot of interesting stuff. I mean, they put out a, a lot of stuff. I mean, so much, so much stuff. It's like, uh, it's it's mind-boggling how big those sets are, just because and of it, parallels. And it's surprising how many big stars were really in there too that came over to TNA. TNA created a lot of their own own big stars too. I sure. mean, there's no doubt about it. You got you had your AJ Style, you had your uh, James Storm and Robert Roode. You had, I mean, there was a lot of what, Samoa Joe. Um, mm -hmm. They had some really big stars that are still relevant today and and i just i just think some of their early stuff may end up you know being collectible down the road uh tna stuff sets are the base sets are still pretty readily available pretty pretty, pretty inexpensive and uh, they're they're worth grabbing hold of yeah um do you think that uh there's any any hope ever that we might see another tna card set or some sort of mix maybe with AEW someday I mean since they're going that direction I mean yeah well uh, since they're now with the they're, they're TNA's kind of melded into to uh impact wrestling now yeah, well, and, yeah yeah and with Kenny Kenny just took the impact title uh -huh. the other night Kenny Omega so I'm thinking as as heavily as they're going into this crossover thing I would hope there would be an interpromotional card set somewhere along the line as that, that would just be amazing. I'd love to see that. I would like I'm, to see that as well. I think, uh, I mean, it's, it seems to be the only way we're going to see any current impact stars being featured on a, on a card, you know, uh, going forward, unless someone's going to start doing some indie stuff for them, you know, mm -hmm. uh, I just, um, you know, who knows? Um, Cause I just, uh, I, we posted this question once before, I think on Twitter once, and someone had asked, I'd asked about that. And someone just said, there's not enough talent out there. Uh, that's mainstay talent with impact to warrant making a card set just because it's just kind of a turnover. It seems like a lot of turnovers going on over there. Mm -hmm. But they get a lot of uh, very popular name turnovers. I mean, they've, sure. they've got some good names coming in and out, in, in and out through there. 
and maybe when they do this, uh, if and when this impact set or this uh, AEW set ever comes out, maybe they'll do a little subset or an insert set of, you know, the the, the crossover wars or, or yeah, something, something like yeah. that, you know, and something like that, just to get exposure. Because believe it or not, I, I I've watched some of the I wasn't really into the impact until all this shutdown started and I started seeing a few of the shows and I was really impressed. I mean, I, T, or impact really has some performers on there. It's hard to watch without the audience Yeah, for me anyway, but I, I kind of just block that out and just watch the talent and they've really got some good stuff going on there. And so I think it deserves a little more uh, recognition than what it's getting right now. Well, we hope to get some recognition in the trading car world. That'd be great, huh? No, oh, that would be. Yeah, yeah. We got to get them back in there because I said a lot of their stars are still in these old TNA sets right now. You know, you know someday I think we'll sit down and we'll go through and uh, we haven't done a release breakdown in a long, long time. And that wasn't the whole premise of this particular, you know, uh, chat was just really to kind of talk about the on cards from that uh, glory set from 2013. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think someday we'll probably go through and do a quick you know, breakdown of some of these sets, I think, because I think they, they need to be, bro uh, you know, talked about. There's a lot of interesting and cool stuff and all of the TNA stuff, all of their stuff they put out um, had some aspect of that set that made it kind of really cool. Yeah, yeah. And I think it gets overlooked a lot. And if you're a Hogan fan uh, or a Sting fan and say, well, I can't afford some of that older WCW stuff or WWF stuff, you know, I think that uh, those TNA and Impact stuff might be a, a place for someone to go to and and, and want to get into. They're probably a little cheaper because it's, you know, not the big guys. It's, you know, Impact. Mm -hmm. Could be an alternative and for people. Look at AJ Styles now, and he, he has stuff all over the place. Yep. He had autographs, he had swatches, um, had autograph swatches. Are you seeing and, his stuff from his Impact uh, TNA days? Is that stuff gone way through the roof value-wise? Not through the roof, but it's it's moving up. Oh. Yeah, it's 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 making some uh, it's making some waves. Do you think it's that though, I I would think that those kind of cards because you know his first on card stuff was 2004 Pacific, mm -hmm. uh, but you know then you have four year gap before you got the first you know TriStar release uh, yeah. to put out some and kind of sticker. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sticker. Um, mm -hmm. I know that hit the, the Pacific stuff is going for good money because that's the first stuff. That's basically rookie stuff. You want to call it that. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I would probably think that the impact stuff would probably be our TNA stuff is probably going to go for better money than I think his WWE stuff would go for. Is it not happening? I mean, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't research AJ Styles. Mm -hmm. Is it, have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. AJ seems to be, seems to be moving very well. Yeah. He's, he's a, he's a big deal. Sorry, do you I think mean, his, his, but his impact stuff specifically, would his impact stuff be selling more better than his WWE stuff? Some of the early stuff, maybe the 2004 stuff would, but yeah, probably not his sticker stuff. His stuff from Glory, maybe, yeah. That, that's, that's, some, that's, that's some good looking stuff right there. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And again, that's a good point because people are going to forget that's the only on-card signature he has from that, that all from TriStar stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and most uh, of his, it looks like most of his. Uh, People are forgetting about the TNA stuff because everything else going on now and all the all the new stuff going on, they're forgetting about this TNA stuff. And there's there's some love to be given to these sets. So there there's there's some nice stuff there. Yeah, I think and, someday uh, you and I and uh, maybe we'll uh, find someone else to jump on with us and you know an old school roundtable type session where we'll do a release breakdown and talk about uh, one of these sets and kind of individually and kind of go through them all. 
Sure, that'd be great. I, I'd love I, to. I think people need to, you know, kind of go out there and and, and revisit some of these, and uh, I think they'll be pleasantly surprised to find some really cool looking cards, some big names on some really cool looking cards. Um, and uh, if you're into parallels or you're a player collector, it's like that. You know, some of these mm -hmm. guys that are big over in WWE, don't forget where they came from. Some of these guys came from Impact and TNA, and there's some good mm -hmm. stuff that you can probably find there. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. I hope people, anybody who watches this, uh, if they have any comments about what they feel is their favorite stuff or, hey, yeah, you're, you're right, or you missed this, or, you know, comment. Love to hear the comments about uh, any of these releases, especially this glory set. Definitely, yes, oh. yes. Uh, so you seem to be all over uh, lately. I've seen you on uh, social media a lot. I see uh, a couple of interviews with you going on out there. Um, where can people find you? Uh, right now, I'm just mostly on Twitter. Um, Chuck's are on Twitter. Okay. I joined the Discord channel, but I don't visit that a lot. Um, I spend most of my time on Twitter, and that's about the, the best place to hit me up. So. Yeah, a lot of guys on the wrestling uh, trading cards. Uh, uh, there's a Discord channel devoted strictly to wrestling cards called Wrestling Trading Cards. Mm -hmm. um, yes. It used to be WrestlingTradingCards.com, just now it's just Wrestling Trading Cards. Um, it's uh, a lot of guys that are talking, you know, buying, selling, trading, uh, mm -hmm. talking uh, some NFT stuff, talking about you know things they saw, like I guess the new Treasure thing, they, uh, WWE's new Treasure show. And they're talking about how, mm -hmm. did you see that little quick little snippet? They had a, the 82 All-Stars in there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I've watched a few of those. <laughs> yeah. And uh, um, so yeah, there's great places. Yeah, you can find Chuckster everywhere. He's everywhere. He's a popular dude now. I mean, look at this guy. He's uh, <laughs> went out and got a haircut and everything because, you know, he's got, he's got an image to maintain now. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's always a pleasure to have you on, sir. And I know we'll have you on again uh, many, many more times. Sure. Well, I enjoyed this talking about this set because like I said it's just kind of one of my, one that's close to my heart. I love this set. And uh, cool guy. And so uh, you can reach you on Chuckster. You can find me, us, WTC everywhere on WrestlingTradingCards.com. Site's coming up, uh, being uh, redone as we speak. I'll be back on it again late tonight, again as usual. Uh, Yay! Taking a break tomorrow. I'm going to go to Sedona for my anniversary tomorrow. So. Yay! Uh, but uh, that's it, guys. So until next time, we'll uh, we'll talk again soon, Chuckster. Okay, thanks. Nice to see everybody again. Take care.